Hey all, welcome to the Common Good Podcast. It's Tuesday. I know this one, Rob. It's Tuesday, August 1st. It's already August. Yeah. Those of you waiting for, you know, the summer to just get out of your way, well, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Those of you that are supposed to pay payroll on uh, August 1st and you don't have the money, not your day. But you yeah. know, you hang in there. You do uh, do what you can. Hey all, uh, from Minneapolis, where it is just you know, around here, we brag about the summer. We act like this is, we live in one of those places, Rob, where we act like, well, if you want to talk about Minnesota, you should talk about our weather in the summer. And everybody's like, no, I talk about weather in February. (laughs) And we're like, no, that's not our greatest feature. Our greatest feature is summer. And it's because of days like today. Just spectacular. Spectacular, spectacular. How are things uh, squirreled away outside of Fayetteville? Uh, Hot. Very, very hot. And, and we've hit, we've hit the August time now where, you know, it, you look at the, you look at your weather app and you see, mm-hmm. oh, it's 74 mm-hmm. outside, you know, first thing in the morning, you get up to take your daughter to camp and you think, oh, it's 74 outside. It's going to be beautiful. And you <laughs> walk out. Uh, yeah, it's, it might be 74, but it feels like 106 with, you know, hundred percent humidity. And it's just, it's just a cruel, cruel thing. So we are, yeah, we're in the midst of the very hot season. And, uh, and Vanessa's beginning to be worried about uh, her garden because oh. it's been a while since it rained. And uh, so hopefully. Are, you, are uh, you not waterers? Are you not people that stand out with hoses and sprinklers and, and pump the water from the places where it's needed so your garden can flourish? Is that just, is that just us? No, we, we water. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we actually, part of the summer project has been uh, thinking about and figuring out a way to put in some kind of, uh, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. sprinkler, not sprinkler system, but some kind of, you know, yeah. I don't irrigation, know, some kind of ir- irrigation yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, do it yourself kind of thing. The, the person that uh, that I live with runs our garden. This is Shelly, my wife, and I keep... I did it again this year, and I got, I got maybe I was up, maybe I was a little more direct on like, hey, why don't we set up some sprinklers and some soakers in these little raised garden beds, yep. so you don't have to stand out here, watering the garden. Yeah, and she was like, because I like watering the garden. <laughs> I like doing this. It's relaxing. I have a chance to look at the garden. I can see the things while I have a hose in my. I like it. Yeah, and I just despise it so much i'm like any solution yes. to not having to be out in the we, gotta, we gotta automate this thing we gotta figure out a way to automate this thing but i i will so tell you, you this, don't the, have to do it and she's like yeah. no i want to do it and, and I'll, I'll tell you this the human condition the big exciting thing in our garden this year is uh at uh, halloween last year came and went and then you know sometime you know thanksgiving came and went sometime mid-December, entirely too late, uh, we decided, you know, it probably ought to be time to take the pumpkins off the front porch. And we just, <laughs> <Totally>. we, <laughs> you know, totally. sometime Same in thing. mid-January Oh something. yeah. Uh, and uh, so we, you know, we just put the pumpkins out, you know, by the, uh, the back fence and just let them be. Doug? No. We have a pumpkin growing in our backyard, and it's uh, it's big. It's like the size of you really? know a volleyball. Yeah, super excited about that. 
Well, how about that? Accidental, accidental garden. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited about the pumpkin. It didn't even need, didn't even need you taking care of it. No worrying. No, we, no we just sending dropped an good old vibrations. One yeah, let that. Th- I mean, we have. I I have strict orders of how to mow around it because uh-huh, I, sure. I I occasionally will, you yeah, know. Yeah, run over the raspberry bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you've done that before, Doug. Every but, once uh, in a while, she <laughs> hears that weed whacker, that trimmer yeah. going, and she's freaking out, and she's yeah. like. Do yep. not go cut. Yes. You don't know the difference between a weed and a raspberry bush. And I'm like, yes. maybe, maybe I yeah, don't. Yeah, this is true. Uh, yeah. And I I'm Vanessa, I feel like Vanessa just makes up words and like, and, and they, you know, are plant names. Like she'll just say, oh, well, that's a, you know. Yeah. Lantana. I'm like, you just yeah. made that. Up. That's not a word. It's just a Latin phrase. He's just just picking Latin botany sounding phrases. Seriously. Hey, uh, we, we had a little conversation Listen, me... the other day on our yeah. walk about the difference between a weed and a plant. And oh, I contend it's... the difference is just if you want it or not. Yes. I think that's, that's totally. it. That's, yes. The, that's the difference. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is no actual difference between now again i'm someone who doesn't garden doesn't know anything about it i should stop saying things but that's what i feel like the difference between a weed and a garden is is uh is that and we hope that this uh, little podcast and live stream for people is is a a luscious full garden (laughs) yeah listen doug let me tell you a patch of weeds coming in your ears let me tell you what's happening here in arkansas since it's our political political podcast. So, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's our governor. Um, yeah, congratulations, uh, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know somebody which way to go t- on Somebody this. tweeted the other day, like, do you ever think that, like, we could have had Chris Jones as our governor? And I just, I retweeted and said, every damn day. Every yes, damn yes, day. Yes, Mrs. Jones, I think, I think that very same yeah. thing. Oh, every damn day. So, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' signature piece of legislation in the last uh, legislative session was an education bill called learns. Um, Hmm. And it essentially um, guts public education, creates a a voucher system, creates a mechanism by which uh, for profit organizations can take over public schools. Um, Includes a, a teacher pay raise, but one that is, like in the short term, teachers are going to be paid a little bit more in the good, long term. Uh, yes, oh. absolutely. In the long term, um, we'll actually um, cap teacher pay at what what they're raising it to. It's just it's a oh, mess. In a, yeah. It's a mess in a lot of ways. And uh, and so um, this Learns Act was was passed um, by the supermajority in Little Rock. Um, and signed into law by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, Arkansas has, um, there's just a number of things that are just, just, uh, you know, horrible about this law. Um, Arkansas has a mechanism by which uh, laws that are passed by the legislature can be challenged by the people and can actually be be put on the ballot. and uh, it's essentially kind of it's a kind of a people's veto for lack of a better really? phrase like and, a referendum uh, thing on an yes. existing law there's an existing yes. law in place and if you don't like it you can do a referendum like project project wow yes yeah arkansas Way so to go. um so uh, a group of r- really dedicated folks um 
began the process of uh, of making that happen. Um, they typically so they have to collect uh, fifty four thousand signatures um, right. in at least fifty of Arkansas's seventy five nice. counties. Okay, um, which there's a whole caveat there, but uh, and uh, and have ninety days to do it. Um, the attorney general, um, took, uh, a really significant amount of time kind of approving the title for the ballot initiative. And so what should have been 90 days to collect signatures turned into 55 days to collect signatures, uh, to collect 54,000 signatures in 50 different States. Deadline was five o'clock yesterday. 5 p.m. yesterday. Sure, yeah, yeah, July 31st. And Seems like a perfect time. Close of business day, July 31st, classic. And, and Doug, boy, the drama is building, Rob. Well, and I, I think we did it. I think we squeaked it, it squeaked in by the skin of our teeth. Uh, so what's happened, so it's close. I, I was actually on the phone this morning. So this, this uh, has been spearheaded by a group called CAPES, uh, citizens and parents for Arkansas education and students or something. I should probably know what CAPE stands yeah, for. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but I was on the phone this morning with, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's for noticing, uh, that I'm related to Ned Ryerson. Uh, that's actually the case. Uh, so we, we should do a deep dive sometime on on Ryerson Ryerson's in in film because it's interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, we should, it really sounds not, very just thrilling not for, super maybe interesting. The, for maybe. Oh, the, it uh, would take about four minutes. Um, the Ryerson so, family podcast yeah, so now, would be just great. Yeah. So now the Secretary of State is counting. This, oh, they're they're going to do a quick count of the signatures. Yeah. And make sure that there's you know kind of within the. Uh, you know, within the the amount that um, that we need, um, and then uh, and then they'll go through and what's called cure the signatures, basically qualifying them, making sure that they they're correct. Now, what's really interesting is during that time that they are curing the signatures, we can collect more signatures and uh, and turn oh. those in. So it's it's a little bit. I've been describing it's a little bit like stoppage time in soccer. Sure. Where, yeah. uh, you know, okay. like the game's still going and the game's still being played, but you have no idea when it's going to end. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think really one of the weaknesses of, of soccer. Um, but uh, so we're going to have that opportunity. That's your issue so, with soccer is that they that, add on extra of, time instead of having oh, timeouts. Oh, it's <laughs> one of them. That's it's one thing? of them. Okay. It's, yeah, pretty significant. Um, and so it is... Uh, Doug, we are either going to squeak this thing out by the skin of our teeth or we are going to um, or we're going to just miss and it's going to be heartbreaking. There's there's news reports out there that we came up uh, a little less than 500 votes short or 500 signatures short. Um, those are those news reports are erroneous and ooh. Uh, ooh. fake news yeah. coming out of, uh, but coming it's, out of it's, Arkansas. But I'll tell you what. We're a, a year and a half, we're, a, you know, a year and a quarter away from an election. This is the summer of an off year. Yes, that's true. And you got 50, 
53,500 signatures, which is great. Nice there, track. There's an, <laughs> there's an army of people. It, it, it reminds me a little bit. Remember when, when Kansas uh, voted on, on, the, you know, making sure that the abortion bill, that, yeah, that, that women had the, the opportunity to, to get abortion health care if they, if they needed it. Um, and it kind of shocked the country of like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, there's something happening here in Kansas. Um, it, it feels a little bit like that, that this is an opportunity for, uh, for Arkansas to kind of shock the world. So it's, it's been, it's been exciting. It's been fun. It's been exhausting, but it, we've, we've had a lot going down here in Arkansas. It's been, you know, I'll, I'll keep you posted, but, uh, we'll yeah, know in look- a couple of days if we, if we go into stoppage time or not. Well, uh, hey, on that little note, I saw a news story today that the uh, that the the top notch world class uh, United States World Cup soccer team uh, yeah. barely squeaked one out. They're basically they've become the Arkansas of <laughs> women's uh, World Cup, and uh, of course, you know, dominating in success compared to the men of the United States, and, and until yeah. recently, paid a fraction of the. Of the of the amount, but uh, have you are you following uh, the World Cup soccer at all? Do you do you keep up on any of this? They they barely squeaked by like Venezuela. No, they barely squeaked by Taiwan. No, I know some other country. They barely squeaked by, and uh, and now now had a tie, and you know just barely barely got into the knockoff round. So apparently they're in a little trouble, but they could be the comeback story. Yeah, next to Arkansas public signature story this could be the drama of august is uh i mean the two could sort of be sort of be neck and neck you know be checking your app i mean like uh, like like barbie and oppenheimer <laughs> the blockbuster political and uh, cultural stories of the day uh, yeah. wait but but all the all the best to the uh to the successful uh team of yeah. from the united states you know i, I i'm I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I have a I have a a daughter who loves to play soccer, and mm-hmm. uh, so the women's national team was coming to Kansas City uh, to play a a friendly or whatever against I don't know some other country, and uh, so I took Whimsy and we went and and watched the uh, the women's national team play, and uh, Whims turned to me at about halfway through the game and said uh they're really good (laughs) like yeah yeah they are they are really really good it was a really enjoyable experience she knows it she knows why i told you i I extolled the 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 pleasure of the wnba basketball game that i went to didn't i did i tell you about that Uh, a couple of weeks ago i went to a lynx game and Uh um Sat on the sat right on the court. Uh, mm-hmm. My feet were were you know out off. Yeah, not not inside I mean, the playing lines, but right that, on the that, court baseline. I mean, they Tremendous. just invite everybody down, don't they? No, no, no. These are these are very elite tickets. Not everybody could come down. There had to be half a dozen people sitting well behind us. Yeah, no, there was it was a small, very small crowd. Uh, but yeah. we did have seats there on the uh, on the floor. But it was so fun. It was just uh, nothing but downright enjoyable. And I feel the same way about tennis. Um, women's tennis is just so much more enjoyable to watch. I, and obviously, I, I'm not the sports. I'm not the sports fan that that the that the advertisers want. I don't care generally about them, and I, I mostly mock it. 
Um, so I'm probably not the right person, but women's sports overall, in my mind, are so enjoyable and, and more, more so than the men's. I had the chance a couple of years ago to go see the Arkansas, University of Arkansas women's volleyball team. Mm. And we sat right on the court um, in really comfortable chairs. And uh, wow, was mm-hmm. that a shocking amount of fun. Like had no had no idea it would be nearly as much fun as it was, but wow, we had a blast. It was great. so great. Well, should we get to some uh, some more some more national politics? All right. Last week there was a little bit of of kerfluffle and concern in the voice of Rob Ryersey, and therefore in the in the ears and the hearts of the millions who pay attention to this, that maybe Hunter Biden is going to be the Watergate to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be this slow creeping thing and. I have a, a friend that's my, my weather vane on this, and uh, he sends me, we, we text regularly about all of this, and he sent me a note on uh, Friday that said, Monday is the day. Monday, we're going to hear it all. Yep. And then on Monday morning, he said, today's the day, smoking gun. And then he sure. sent me a- Devin Archer? Article, yeah, about Devin Archer, the business associate of Hunter Biden who apparently was uh, called before the one of the committees in the house in a closed door committee and talked about what he knows. And this is the big this was the big release. Hunter Biden has been involved with his business partner and they brought Joe Biden in and he told the truth. He spilled the beans. He uh, he pointed to the he pointed to the crimes. And then turns out nothing. Once again this this Congressman Comer and uh, jacketless Jim Jordan. <laughs> it's like, you know, like shoeless Joe jo Jackson. That, jacketless Jim should, Jordan. Why, really, why, why have we that? not gotten to that oh before? God, that's unbelievable. Oh. But, yeah, that's, that's just really a sign that we don't know what we're doing, that it took this long to get to that. To get to that. Uh, they uh, had their committee, and then they went on Sean Hannity's television program last night. And I saw a clip of that this morning, and with the shakiness of my iPhone, I recorded my computer screen. And here, uh, and here it is. So, so this is this is uh, Comer and Jim Jordan on Sean Hannity, where Sean Hannity is saying to them, "Okay, you've had this big case, this big hearing. Can we now say that this is officially the bribery scandal of Joe Biden? Like trying to brand it, right? Like here it is." Joe Biden is clearly, and, and here is Comer, the guy who's been leading the, the, the drum circle on this thing the entire time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and here they are. Do you believe that this is now officially the Joe uh, Biden bribery allegation? And do you believe that you will be able to prove that, Jim Comer? I sure hope so. And I, I do believe that uh, there's a lot of smoke. And when there's smoke, there's fire. We we just heard testimony right. today that Joe Jim. Biden has lied to the American people. Uh, so is this now officially? You've had this hearing. You got the guy you wanted. You brought him in. Can we now declare this to be the Joe Biden bribery scandal? Well, I, I, sure, I hope sure hope so. Hope so. <laughs> what else are you waiting for? This was it. This was the whole dealio. I sure hope so. I mean, who knows? But, you know, hope lives on eternal. And then he literally says, and maybe this is because Comer is just a bad communicator. 
right? Mm. Maybe yes. jacketless Jim Jordan is sitting next to him, just ready to ready to pounce with a with a better response. But the guy who's leading it, which is Comer, says, "Well, there's a whole lot of smoke." Okay, it, look, if you're trying to say there is a case to be brought against Joe Biden's, you say there is fire. We yes. are following the smoke right to the fire. Instead, he says, "I hope so." There's a lot of smoke. And Joe Biden lied to the American people. I mean, with a straight face. Joe Biden lied to the American people. Now, Rob, as it turns out, Devin Archer, which cannot be his real name, that has got to be a made-up name from when he was a kid, right? I mean, it sounds like like either a a supervillain or a 1950s cartoon character uh, who solves crime. Devin Archer. Devin Archer. That, That Devin Archer testified, yeah, Joe Biden would get on phone calls and chat it up with, you know, business associates about, like, the weather and what's going on and just saying, hey, and because his son keeps friggin' calling him and he's trying to help his son out, and and Hunter just would try to make himself look bigger because of who his dad was. He's just trying to brag on who the family is. Never talked about any business, never did any of that stuff. There was never any involvement. Now, should Joe Biden have found better ways to be involved with his son? Yeah, quite likely. Doesn't seem like uh, Hunter Biden has ever been uh, somebody who's, who's all that trustworthy. Setting aside his art acumen that the, the Ryerses have appreciated and started oh. betting on to try to try to outbid a, a five-year-old in Oklahoma. Seven-year-old, uh, Arkansas. Uh, setting, is it Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Setting Arkansas, that aside. Hey, listen, Arkansas is the center of the political world these days. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's seventh grandchild lives here. Yeah. Uh, it's the center of it all. So anyway, all that to say, look, I, I, I am again just just confident as can be. There, th- How long is this going to go? Well, you know how long it's going to go on? Forever. Do you know yes. how we know it's going to go on forever? Because God, this is how I know. <laughs> exactly. Because in my text messages from my friend Casey, mm-hmm. it's things like, Wiped the server. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what, one other uh, note that, that we didn't, didn't bring up. Did you apply or have you yet applied for your share of the Facebook monies that are being paid to members of Facebook, users of Facebook, because of the Cambridge Analytica problem? No. Do you know about this? I, I mean, I love stuff like this, but no, I... Uh... Oh, yeah. Well, I should send it to you. You go online, yeah, you fill out do. a form, a, a government form, mm-hmm. and you verify your name and your user ID on Facebook and that you used Facebook between whatever it was, 2015, 2017, something like that. And there's some big settlement, $270 million or something. And mm-hmm. uh, so it could be 17 to 20 cents sent to each of us. Uh, yeah, to check, great. Nice. Uh, based on Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the same friend of mine sent me this thing and said, hey, by the way, have you done that? Because we talk about lots of other stuff in addition to this. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, no, no, I haven't. And then I said, well, that's the Cambridge Analytica thing that has to do with the Trump <laughs> campaign working with Facebook to steal people's data. And he's like, unbelievable. You think this is about Trump? I'm like, yeah. No, this is literally about Trump, too. It actually like, is. this, too, yeah. his criminality just spills over and the yes. criminality of the campaign I know I sound like a wackadoodle because every time I can be like, yeah, that too was Donald Trump. He had his fingers in it. 
It's yeah. just it's just it's ultimately just, remarkable. Right. But anyway, you can fill it out. I did it simply because I want Facebook, even if they're going to have to give me seven cents, I just want to be somehow part of them having to pay a price for what they did in pushing data and pushing content in 2016 and 2015 to people that they had no business pushing it to and allowing the putting a person from Facebook on the Trump staff team mm. to uh, run the, the Cambridge Analytica stuff. Like the, the, the way they consorted in that campaign was unbelievable because they thought that they could really drive a lot of Facebook users. I mean, that was Facebook's yeah. ostensibly that was their, that was their purpose. But anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's still happening and, uh, yeah. and going on. So if so, you're watching this on Facebook friends, just know you, you can get a little bit of money oh, from uh, oh, Facebook money coming their, your way. Yeah. For their crimes. I, I always you get those little postcards in the mail or whatever about like, you know, you've been you could be a part of a class action lawsuit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always fill those out. Love, really? love, love. Oh, yeah. I love huh. getting that twenty six dollar check in the mail. I have I, I, I there was one with Apple where Apple cords mm -hmm. were shorting and I had to replace my cord three different times. And I got I got like seventy nine dollars in the mail three times for that one. Uh, yeah, really? It's yeah, it's like oh, three yeah. cords. Oh, just uh, yeah. And is I is there a know, clearinghouse just, for these things? Is there a place you can go and just see? Here's all the like like the coupon know. websites. That I just don't know. Sell? They 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 just come in the mail. You know, a little huh. like real easy like to throw away is junk mail. But I always open those things up and get to the huh. website and fill out whatever I got to do. And, yeah. <laughs> And then completely well, forget about it. And then, you know, six months later, a $17 check, check shows yeah. up and you're like, bonus. You know, that's bonus. great. Because uh, you filled out the paperwork. Life is won by those who fill out the paperwork. Yeah. Doug, but anyway, I, there's one, one awaiting yeah, you, Rob. Ryerson. Yeah, there's I understand that, that, you know, when we talk about uh, my concern with the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff, um, I, certainly I'm concerned about, like, the reality of what took place and if there was anything that you know nefarious that mm -hmm. that went on um whether intentional or not inappropriate or not um i do we think that hunter biden uh acted cons like with with high ethics and integrity all the time i'm like can't imagine so but i don't know the man, right from what i know nope I, like i mean everything you just described about i mean setting aside the you know the cocaine use and you know the laptop all the pictures on the laptop or you know all the pictures in the congressional record thanks to marjorie taylor green um setting all of that aside mm -hmm. even what you just said about like hunter biden is you know thinking about how to puff himself up and look bigger and getting his dad on the phone with hunter biden i i have no doubt in my mind that he did things inappropriate did things that are unethical did things that very well might have violated some kind of law or at well, least, he is he is know, charged or, with crimes or, and is trying to plead guilty to them so that is yes. demonstrably yes. true but i like to think that he might not accidentally 
exposed his father to that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Is and and listen, it, it, Joe Biden might have plausible deniability, you know, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But mm-hmm. at some point, like it gets tough. Like you, you know, it. I I just I am not done worrying about about this. I yeah. I think I I understand that you know. They're like, we sure hope so. And jacketless Jim Jordan is just, you know, you know, blowing smoke that, you know, they're now attributing to the Bidens. Um, but I I'm not done worrying. <laughs> I need a, this might become a weekly like let not your heart be troubled. You know, yeah, my sure. heart is troubled. My heart rem- continues to be troubled about uh how Hunter Biden might bring down Joe Biden, a shockingly effective president. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It could happen. seems like if it was going to, we would be, uh, we'd, we'd be up on it by now. Hey, but speaking of presidents, uh, coming down and falling, uh, all, all apart. Well, that, no, that's just a soccer team. The Trump committee, mm. presidential Trump committee is nearly broke. Yeah. It's the same America pack. So they put together a pack, and out of the pack, the packs are allowed apparently by all kinds of you know decided law that they can spend money on legal fees that yeah. impact the the Listen. candidates or the policies that they want to support. Which seems, let's not Can't. get into the nonsense that is campaign finance reform that came let out of the just, middle, let me, early two thousands. It's me, such a silly. I silly just want to say one thing. Waste. I'm just going to talk in between your sentences. Nonsense campaign finance reform has turned out to be. It's just made the world worse. Cannot do, do a whole segment on it. Cannot pay for child care or health insurance for a candidate, but you can pay for their legal services. Yes. You can pay Super. for their legal services and those around them. You can pay yes. for their legal fees. It's almost as if the people who put the campaign finance rules together were first and foremost concerned about yeah. lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's make sure lawyers can get paid. So the, yeah, the Trump pack or the pack supporting the Trump ideology yeah. has been raising hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and they're spending and for those it don't know, for those on who don't know, lawyers a, to defend Trump and a, his crowd. A pack is a political action committee. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, and there are different kinds of them. There's what's called super PACs, um, and then there's coordinated PACs, federal PACs. There's hybrid PACs. There's, there's a whole thing. It's super complicated, but um, you know, one of them that is associated with the Trump campaign, the Save America PAC. Uh, collected money and uh, spent that money not on normal things that you do for you know I am I'm the executive director of a pack currently I have been the executive director of, of a pack previously um, you raise money and you spend it on things like um, candidate support mm-hmm. training paying salaries for your team um, advertising marketing um, you know data, gathering and uh and analytics not cambridge analytica but um 
you know, advocating for issues that matter to you. Doug, I have, um, I, I have, I have spent PAC money on legal fees. Um, those have gone to the PAC lawyer who represents us and helps make sure everything we do is legal. Never once have we paid uh, legal fees in defense of a criminal candidate. defense attorneys are not the people that you've been paying when when you've been no. paying lawyers fees. It's been no. for paperwork and yeah. consulting and so on. Yeah. Not criminal <laughs> defense attorney attorneys. No. Well, no. hey, no. you need to catch up, my man. I mean, Seriously. the new packs, the big packs, the the hundreds of millions of dollars packs. Yeah. Oh, apparently, that's how they spend the money. And the thing about it. If you got friend, if you have friends and family that are, that that are in this world, the thing about it is, this is primarily small dollar donors. Mm. Which again, that's that. I mean, the the pack uh, data says that the majority of their money comes from, from from small dollar donors. And again, we've created this context in politics. I'm just going to rant for a couple of minutes here about <laughs> campaign finance reform that has put now the pressure on small dollar donations coming in repeatedly from wide ranges of people. Some people think that's a great idea. They think it's better for democracy. I think we now have about 20 years of data and I can't imagine anyone has said to themselves, oh, you know what? The way we finance campaigns now, way better than what we did before the McCain-Feingold finance, campaign finance uh, corrections uh, yeah, uh, but took place. But how we not how we chance. finance campaigns is not driven by McCain Feingold. It's driven by Citizens United decision by the Supreme Court. Well, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, I mean that was that was that was a piece of it. But I think the larger, uh, I could be wrong. We should get a. There's probably probably people that are professionals in this in this history. On you know what it reminds me of? Do, do you remember when when the when Congress passed some really great law that wanted to make sure that our data on websites was safe and secure? And they passed that big act. So now every time you go to a website you haven't been on before, you have to click a box at the bottom that say, I accept the terms and conditions. That's what came out of that brilliant legislation to protect us was that you have to click on a box. So if you're like, why do I always have to keep clicking these boxes? Because when a website puts itself out there in the world or does a reorganization of their website, it makes you re-up your cookies and re-up your, um, you're going to share the data so you can move forward. All this money spent also that what comes out of it at the end, a greater level of irritation for people. Nobody's data is protected. No, Rob, let me just ask you this. Have you ever once gone to a website and had the little banner pop up on the bottom, whether it's on your phone or your, for you, your laptop or your, uh, your iPad and said, no, I'm not no. going to accept the, no, no, because that's, you went to the website. I, I, do, I don't say no to cookies. That's basically, I think yeah. that's the, yeah. You're, that's you're, you're the basically list. a Sesame Street character and you don't yeah, say no to cookies. Right. Yeah. Look, it's just something else, right? Uh, and this is what's happened with this. This I, I'm not saying that changes didn't need to be made to how campaigns were financed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that what we've done to correct how we finance campaigns is silly nonsense and it has ruined the yeah. political system. Yes. Can we the talk solution became the problem. And that is not a comment about the vaccine. Uh, 
or the where, where, where they always say that the solution is worse than the problem. That was the uh, big thing that they did. So talking about COVID. talking about silliness um, and the Save America PAC and how they've spent the money, it's not just on legal fees for Donald no. Trump and his associates. Um, they have also apparently uh, paid over $108,000. Here, I'll, let me, the latest round of FEC disclosures showed the Save America PAC, the leadership PAC, supporting former President Donald Trump's campaign, continued to burn through tens of millions of dollars on his legal fees for his various indictments and other entanglements with the judicial system. But that wasn't the only eye-popping number in the reports. The PAC also paid over $108,000 for strategy consulting to Harvey Pierre Braillard, Braillard for the first six months of 2023. $108,000 for a consultant for six months. And what that did this number person might not seem, odd, seem all that odd for a presidential campaign, especially in comparison to Trump's former campaign manager. Brad Parscale, who was ousted from his perch after a series of revealing reports about how he was this. handsomely profiting from the campaign. But yes, I am reading this. But Braillard isn't a political consultant. He's a French-American fashion designer who has been Melania Trump's stylist for years, designing the gown she wore to her husband's inaugural ball in January 2017. I feel like you're going to steal it. So you're saying that this pack that's nearly out of money has taken small dollar donations from and they salt of the earth Americans all over the country have Melania, paid $108,000 in six months to Melania's stylist. Stylist. I mean, the grift I, is just oh, unbelievable deep. with these people. It is deep. Literally, this is Donald Trump who used a nonprofit foundation that he said existed to pay for Eric Trump's Boy Scout fees, $17. Didn't even pay that out of his own dwindling bank account when his kids were little. Been taking money from those kinds of organizations his entire public life. And now not spending his own money to defend himself due to his own behavior and not spending his own money so that his wife's fashion can be updated, which might be something someone chooses to spend their money on. I think it would be a ridiculous thing, but you know, in an economy of our size, who cares? But they're not spending their own money. No, They're not even spending money that is earned by the failing businesses they own. They're taking money from the pack for the yep. money that people are giving because they feel like America is at risk and they really do want to save America from the, 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 the worries that were given to them by the John Birch Society, that the communists are coming to take your America away in 1959. That same crowd of people are still telling them, look out for the communists. Look out for the fascists. They're coming to take your America and they're called Democrats. They're giving money to stop that. And what are they spending the money on? Fashion stylists. And you know what the worst thing is, Rob? People that wrote that check will read that and think, well, she does deserve to look nice. Mm -hmm. They don't care. I mean, this is the thing. We call it a griff. 
everybody would call it a griff, but yes. the donors, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like I yes. This is all I this a, is I, I, I a, I'm all in. You know, if I, I could chip fan. in to make Melania look even more ravishing, oh well by golly, I will ravish her up. I uh I I don't know about that. Uh, I have a family member who referred to Melania Trump as the classiest first lady we've ever had. Uh, yeah, there, <laughs> like it's the 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 grift is is deep and strong <sighs> with these ones for sure. We, with these ones, I saw that was a star. That was a Star Wars reference. Hey, um, uh, in Georgia, we're about to get some news too. I don't know if it's going to happen today, but you know, F- Funny Willis, who's barricades the- are set up and ready to go. Oh, you seen those is, pictures? Is, is that a football joke? Uh, no, 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 no. There's they have they around the courthouse. They sometime late last week they set up uh, a perimeter around the oh the, the courthouse in preparation for uh, really for the big news. Yeah, I mean, talk about trying to find a reason to pay overtime. What are they doing that a week ahead of time? What? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's good to be prepared. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, apparently, Fonnie Willis, who is the um, the district, yep. uh, uh, the DA there in just little Fulton County, is the one that has to respond to the President of the United States trying to interfere with the Secretary of State in the certifying of federal uh, votes for, for federal office, which does seem a little odd that it falls to poor Fonnie Willis on this, but... She said August, and by golly, when that clock turned to 12.01 a.m. Eastern time <laughs> overnight, there were people like, do you think she's released anything? Refresh, refresh, refresh. Are we going to get it? Um, how, how do you feel about this one, Rob? Do you think this is going to – I'm not asking you if you think it's going to change any hearts and minds of Trump supporters, but do you think it's going to have any great impact? Do you have, do you have any sense? I, you know, I, I think it just it just can, ooh, it just continues to – feed the feed the narrative that we're dealing with someone who you know is you know a criminal and uh i think the georgia case might be the most difficult to prove Mm. because there i you know a i i don't i i obviously haven't seen the evidence but you know being saying that you know, Donald Trump saying to the Secretary of State, or we need to, I, I need you to find me 11,760 votes, or is that, is that the number? I should know this based on yeah. the picture, but um, in the picture I refer to is the, is the little meme I made of Donald Trump that I post every time he's indicted, uh, which gets, you know. Which Trump's is like a mugshot, him hold, you've, you've crafted yeah. up a fake mugshot yeah. with him holding yes. a card that has his is criminal 11, number being 11,700, whatever the number of votes. 11,760, yeah, which is the number of votes he said. Votes. Yeah. So I, his, I don't that's know. That's his I, inmate number. Yeah, I think of all the cases, <laughs> this is the, the weakest one because hmm. it feels like what he said could be open to interpretation. It's not the clear-cut black and white of this, you know, these taxes were supposed to be filed and and paid and they weren't and you inflated your numbers here and deflated your numbers there like the new york case is 
where it's very like it's black and white. It's in the numbers. It's in the spreadsheet. It's not like the it's not like the the case that Jack Smith has brought against the former president in Florida, where you've got evidence of here's the law. Here's the request for you to return these documents. You clearly had the document. You kept the documents after that request. They were subpoenaed. You, you like you showed the documents to people. Here's video footage of you moving the documents, like you know, in your boxes because you got to go through your boxes with your pants, and you know that that's very black and white. It's very clear. Even the January sixth stuff that we're that we're going to see, I think, is going to be much clearer where you've got, I think you're going to see communication like trail, like lines of communication and coordination with full knowledge of, um, uh, of, you know, supporting the insurrection. And, uh, I think that's going to be clear. This is one. Now, did Donald Trump try to influence the election? Did he try to, you know, influence in in a corrupt way an elected official who is counting the, the results of an election? Yes. Is it like cut and dry and easy to prove? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 not so sure about that. I, I my suspicion is it's going to feel like the most cut and dry when they get done with it. Really, this is what I think. I think Fannie Willis has spent time interviewing not just Donald Trump on that one phone call, mm-hmm. on multiple phone calls. I think they've interviewed Lindsey Graham. We know that they've interviewed Rudy Giuliani. We know that they've interviewed a number of the fake electors in Georgia who also had conversations with Trump. And I think they're going to put all of that communication and all of that testimony together, and they're going to be able to say it is very clear that Donald Trump personally tried to use his power as the president to influence elected officials to do something that Donald Trump and his associates understood not to be Mm -hmm. legal. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's going to be now, whether people care about that, right? Whether they say it shouldn't be illegal because you're just contesting an election. We can't make it illegal to contest an election, which is going to be, just trust me, this is going to be the response from the MAGA crowd to January 6th and to Georgia's indictments, if they do both come, maybe the same week, (laughs) it's going to be people saying, you can't criminalize the contesting of an election. This was all happening within a period of time when that's what we do is wait to certify the elections. Like, elections are not called because a news office says... Straight from the news desk, we here at Fox News say that Joe Biden won Arizona. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make anything anything. That is is a fan from the back of the stands yelling down on the field. That's all that ever is. Yep. So there's a period of time. So I think the argument's going to be they were doing what you do, and they were doing it more publicly, but this is what goes on all the time. Check these things, verify them. That's going to be their argument. And then I think Fonnie Willis is going to be able to say, the things you did were these, pick your number, whatever it's going to be, 5, 7, 11, 14 things. And those actions are criminal actions. And I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be so clear 
that Donald Trump did this illegal thing and that illegal thing and this other illegal thing. And that's where the charges are going to lie. So that's my hope. If it turns out to be something a little bit more like a cheap hit in, so if you borrow a football analogy, which is rarely ever useful, but in football, you tackle people, right? That's what you do. But if you tackle people in a certain way, or if you tackle people at a certain time, or if you tackle a certain player in a certain way at a certain time, that's illegal, right? So there's free play, but then there's things that are illegal in the game of football, which is the same actions or similar actions done in a, in a different way. Spearing with your head or hitting someone from behind. Landing or quarterback with your full weight. This kind of thing. Yeah. So if and what so it turns out to be. It becomes a judgment call of the referee. Like, did he intend to land his full weight on the quarterback? Or did he try to roll off and pretend? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That, that I didn't know that that was a rule that if you tackle someone, you a quarterback, no. you can't use quarterback. your full weight when you tackle you can't, the quarterback. Yeah, you can't like like land on them, smash them, try to pancake them. You have to a running back roll. on the other hand or a receiver. Yo, yes, destroy them. Lights out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, th- that that's how that's how this could turn in yes. a lot of people's minds if it feels like it's that. Hey, this is generally legal, but you used your full weight. You, as president, you can't use your full weight. Like that's a great, great analogy. Then I think we're going to be in trouble. But I, I think there's, there's little doubt in my mind that someone like Fonnie Willis, who has a reputation to keep and has no, no benefit coming to her in this that's at all. True. Yeah. If she's not staring at, at evidence that moves it beyond the judgment call of the ref that sure what you did, you can do, but you just can't do it like you did it. Mm-hmm. If she's not staring at something more, uh, more severe than that. Well, then this will, this will just slide away. My guess is she's, she's got some, she, she knows some things. There's some people who know some things and she's somebody who knows some things. That's my guess. Um, and the other problem with this is similar to the New York case, and that is that what Alvin Bragg was looking at to Alvin Bragg is like, oh, this isn't a judgment call. This is a crime. Right. But to non-lawyers, they're like, what? That seems like it's a judgment call. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's like, you know, really? That's yeah. a, well, in our world, we know crimes and this is a crime. But if, so if it doesn't feel like a crime to yes. your, your average person, now, again, it doesn't need to for political purposes because these are not political prosecutions. It only yes. needs to for a jury. Yes, and but in the court of public opinion, um, you know, that that there certainly is that sense of how it feels. And yep. and if they're like, I, I mean, for better or for worse, unbelievably, Donald Trump's a former president of the United States. Yes. And... All of this needs to be, you know, we we, we poke some fun at him and more yes, than our should, fair share. the man keeps yes. his pants oh, in a box. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, but, and, um, and literally doesn't have time to go through them. I mean, uh, he needed uh, who, time who to go through his boxes. Yeah. Um, his pants. <laughs> his pants boxes. 
It's I literally, if I've literally had shirts in a box. That's a thing you can even order from, you know, if you take a nice shirt into a dry cleaner, they'll say, would you like that in a box or would you like that in a hanger? I don't even know if they ask you that about your pants. I don't know if there's a pants box, let alone a banker's box. But anyway, well, yeah. back to your, because I'm still deep in Mar-a-Lago's bathroom right now looking through boxes in my imagination. Yeah. This stuff has to be, indisputably clear yeah um it's 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 gotta this it, it can't be it it can't feel at all like a judgment call yeah it like if if the nfl has to come out after the game and issue a statement saying that the referees made the right call that's a loss like mm. that's you like you need to make like it needs to be so clear yes, yes and 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 listen i'm predisposed to believe that it is but i also recognize that i'm predisposed to believe that it is yes and there are like there there are people who will be swayed by the this is all political mm -hmm. argument and this is political retribution. Uh, this is, you know, all to to try to keep Trump out of the White House. Yeah. Um, and and I sure. just I that's not, not my the crowd that has to be clear yeah, for yeah. my my concern is that that the the Georgia stuff and I'm all I'm all for him being in, in, indicted in Georgia. My hope is we're at seventy four criminal uh, counts right now. My total, my hope is that we can, we can get over a hundred, um, which I just think that'd be fun. <laughs> you just want, you just want 100 indictments. You, you want yeah. there to be what? 100 criminal counts. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're at 74 now. And yeah, I mean, that's okay. Georgia and January sure. 6th, we could, we could get there. Sure, you could get there. Um, might, might end up 500 short, but. Hmm. Thanks. Sorry about Thanks that. Sorry about that. I, dra I dragged you. I dragged you right back Thanks. into fifty-three minutes ago, didn't I? Yeah. Thank you for that. Doug. But uh, that. yeah. So I, I just, I think we've look. We this stuff's got to be airtight. It's got to be airtight because we don't want to give them the, uh, the you know, you're playing politics with the just the judicial system. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. And they they will. So uh, I think you're right. I think it's exactly the attitude we all need to have. Because for the, also for the good of us, like we, we don't need, yes. I'm thinking about my friend that I text with. There is no convincing him that right. this is not political. He is just certain of it. In fact, we go round and round where he's like, well, they didn't prosecute Hillary. And then I, I have to say to him, is your argument that Hillary Clinton was guilty of a crime and Donald Trump is guilty of a crime, but the problem is they didn't charge Hillary? Or is your argument... They've charged Donald Trump with a crime that he didn't commit. Because when you bring up, well, they didn't charge Hillary, then I'm not sure what you're saying, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that, right? The, these are people you're not going to convince. They're absolutely certain that this has come. But the rest of us, we need to deepen our souls, know, hey, there were no other options here. This is this is at least for me, because I do think that prosecuting any politician for the actions they took while they were in office. Now, I make a distinction. You know, I, I often joke that Donald Trump is such a criminal. He currently is charged with crimes from before he was president. Yes. After he was president, 
and soon crimes while he was president. And I actually think the crimes while he was president, which is going to be the January 6th um, interf- uh, election interference and the corrupt intent in Georgia cases, he was the sitting president of the United States when those things happen. And I do think that we need to have a higher standard of expectation of clarity of what the law is, when the law was broken, and what the consequence should be for someone who's in that office. Because Mm -hmm. we choose as a society to imbue that office with a lot of meaning. Mm -hmm. And we should just... Now, I'm not saying you should be above the law. I'm saying the law needs to take into account the conditions. And the condition... Because that's what the law does all the time. So if someone thinks that, you know, somehow the law doesn't take these things into into consideration, they most certainly do. Sometimes the law has taken circumstances into consideration in not good ways. Like, oh, you're a person of a particular social location. Therefore, you're going to be treated worse in the political system or other times you're going to be treated better. That happens. We have to all be clear as we can possibly be that Donald Trump's actions as president, as it relates to January 6th and it relates to Georgia, for us, not, not even to convince everybody else, but your average person, someone who thinks Donald Trump committed crimes, which I do, but they need mm-hmm. to prove it. Like, yes. truly, actually need yep. to prove it. Now, when I see the indictments that I've already seen from New York and, and the, the pants in the box case, it's pretty clear to me, oh, yes. those are actually crimes. Like, it doesn't take a lot to read it and realize this is the statute, this is the crime. A prosecutor is going to always make a decision, should we prosecute that crime in this circumstance and situation? Yes. That's something we also choose to give to the legal system is some discretion on who's going to be charged. But I think you're right. And I think Fonnie Willis, there's no chance with her reputation she already has. Yabit's put up earlier that she has a, a strong reputation and part of the reason she was elected to this uh, to this role is because she's prosecuted a number of RICO cases, which are organized crime racketeering uh, cases. She's got a, she's got a lot going for. Her. She's not going to yes. burn it down. I hope she's not going to burn it down. And then Rob, I see what happened yep. with Hunter Biden when he went to court three days ago or five days ago or whatever to plead guilty. And the judge asked the prosecutor from the government and the defense attorney, hey, are you guys clear on this thing about if he can be charged with any other crimes down the road? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, we are, sir. We are sure. And the other lawyer, the prosecutor says, no, judge, we're not sure. Okay, how do they get to that point yep. and, not under- and, and not have an agreement? That's the kind of stuff that makes me nervous. Like, yeah. I want to grant a lot of credibility yeah. to all these people that they're going to do the right thing. They yes. know what's up. And then you watch this stuff happen, and you're like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how can and, you be that bad at this job when you are clearly not bad at this job? What is right. going on? So, right. so and, that's where my worry comes is that, you know, uh, uh, th- people think something's there that's not there, and somehow the group think rolls so much yes. stronger that they can the other thing that we need to we all need to keep in mind is that prosecutors make d- these kinds of decisions every day about whether they believe a crime happened mm. versus whether they can prove a crime happened mm. and that that's a big difference um do do i know that do i know this person did committed this crime yes high level of confidence in that fact yes, yes. 
I mean, do we know Donald Trump like did this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Heard him doing it. Do I have the evidence to prove mm-hmm. it beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law? That's a different question. That's a different standard. And prosecutors, they don't go, we sure hope so. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're not. They're There's a lot not of smoke. Re- <laughs> a lot of smoke. Not, I know he lied to the American re- people. Convict him. They're not, they're not Republicans, you know, Republican Congress people on the Hannity show. Yes. Like it's a higher standard than that. And the ones who take their job seriously, if they want to continue to like be in those jobs, yeah, like they, they, they don't fly willy nilly on whether or not they're going to be able to, 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 to win a case. Yeah. They're you not know, supposed they're not, to. Yeah. They're not throwing Hail Marys. Like they That's are right. like, and if, they, they do they use their, if they do not believe that they can get a conviction, they typically, they will not bring an indictment, yep. you know, like yep. they just won't do it. And sometimes and so, they're overly confident, but rarely are they overly confident. That's why yes, in the, in I the think federal system, I think especially. It's more, it's more likely that they're overly cautious rather than overly mm-hmm. confident. And especially in the, in the federal system, because in the federal system, I don't know what it is. It's an 80 or 90% conviction rate, it's, meaning yeah, by the time the it gets to charges, mm-hmm have been brought, someone either pleads out, which again, I believe Donald Trump will, or they have enough evidence that they know a jury is going to side with them on that evidence at a really high rate. But not always, not always. And it doesn't take but one juror to give a nullification and to, um, and and look, if, if they go down the road on an actual trial on any of these charges and you get a hung jury, meaning a juror, that the jury can't agree, they're going to retry it. And if they get a hung jury, they're going to retry it. And they're going to retry it. And uh, unless uh, some other, you know, the federal level, some other president can stop it or at the state level, some other politician can stop it. They're not going to stop because there's one juror that they're, you know, you know, they're, they're going to be so deep in this. There's just no, there is no getting out. And to your point, the, the, the reason they're cautious, there is so much on the line. I mean, these are people, I know that people talk about the deep state and these people are all corrupt and they're all evil and whatever. It's not, it's just not true. The, the idea that people who work for any justice department across the board are going to go into a prosecution that they think is, first of all, invalid and they likely can't prove is just so fantasiful. It's, it's just bonkers. And yeah. that's why at some, I believe at some point, Donald Trump is going to face that same reality his lawyers are going to say, let's go get a deal and let's get, let's get a deal done because we've seen their evidence. We know our defense, you need to strike a deal. And, and, and and that, and that would be good for America. And you're out of money. (laughs) I mean, at what point is, at what point, I mean, we've already, like, we've already seen. Is he ever out of money? Like, at what point does he have to plead because he's just out of money? He can't, like, well, you know. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's a good point. I, I hadn't, I hadn't really considered the fact that it, the, the well could dry up. Yeah. Huh. Well. Well. You know what has dried up? 
our topics of conversation our, our, our time on this podcast <laughs> hey tomorrow uh you y'all are in for a treat because if you watch this long you know you're gonna like the rest of this stuff we have a series of interviews and and things that happened at the at a festival in north carolina that are going to be part of the common good podcast tomorrow and thursday maybe even a special friday edition so lots of stuff coming so tune in on those places or if you listen on the to the audio version uh we know we pushed you past your hour-long workout um but hopefully you're in the cool down stretching phase and uh we'll talk to you tomorrow bye rob ryer see bye uh yabbits bye alex bye jim we had a quiet quiet day today no uh yeah. no no real uh interlopers uh yeah. and no uh really not a lot from uh from uh, from facebook today yeah, quiet well, yeah, quiet on the facebook front. To, yeah i mean that's they probably you know throttled us because we were encouraging people to you know take part in the uh class action lawsuit <laughs> i think the I think their ai is that smart and they yes. uh they, they heard it yep they're uh, like oh well, gotta pull this down well they did plead on that they they struck a deal I, with the government yeah, and they yeah. they willingly paid the money so yeah. ryan know. ryan don't see y'all don't thanks be blaming for being us. part of the conversation ryan oh Jumping look at in that right there at the end. ryan a facebook guy look at that hey see y'all nice chat ryan we will see you, Mr. Dior, uh, later. What, what, what's, what's, what's this little thing? I something an American hero? Can't read it. Uh, I don't know. Some kind of American hero. All right. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for joining us. And anybody, I guess we could keep babbling and just begging for people on Facebook to say hello to us. <laughs> is, there, is there anybody that could just write a comment? Just one more. Just, just, please, just fill please. an empty heart. Fill a, please. Hello? <laughs> please. Anybody? anybody there? Anybody? Hello? All right. Bye. Bye.